Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Friday, September 10th. Today on the show, I'll give you the games that I am gambling on in college football. I'll tell you what I am looking forward to learning about Tennessee against Pittsburgh. What else is going on around the SEC? We've got a big soccer match for Nashville SC north of the border. We will hear from Joe Rexroad of The Athletic previewing the Titans matchup with Arizona. But we begin with official Super Bowl predictions for 2021. The Kingston Group brings you the 440 every single morning for free. They are locally owned and they are award-winning for a reason. They have been doing their work in this market for over a decade and people trust them. People come to them because they trust the process. Just like Saban, trust the process with the Kingston Group. Get all of the information you could possibly need on the front end before making a big decision and let them guide you through that process. The Kingston Group, buildkg.com is the website. Go talk to them. So I guess since this is the last podcast, since the Tennessee Titans will take the field for the first time against Arizona, I suppose I need to put my official predictions out there, even though I hate predictions. And it's not anything new, not anything you haven't heard before. I have been saying since March, I have been saying since June, I've been saying for the last six months to anyone who will listen that I have the Los Angeles Rams winning the Super Bowl. I have the Rams over the Packers in the NFC, and I have the Kansas City Chiefs beating the Tennessee Titans in a rematch of an AFC championship game from just a couple of years ago. I think the defense for the Titans is greatly improved. I think the offense takes a tiny step back, but they are good enough and have leadership and talent to get further than they did last year. I think they win the AFC South again. I think they win 11 games again, which would be, of course, 11-6 and six now with the new schedule. I think they have a chance to make a deep run depending on how some of the pieces on this team develop. But can they go on the road? And if Derrick Henry is contained, can Ryan Tannehill, with a healthy Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown, can they keep up in a scoring fest in an AFC Championship game setting against anybody, Buffalo, Cleveland, Kansas City? That is still my question, is that upside, that top-tier talent? So I will take the Los Angeles Rams to beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl this year. I think Titans fans would be ecstatic about a trip to the AFC Championship game, but I don't believe that they should be satisfied. I think this team should expect to compete for a Super Bowl. I think they will have one of the best teams in the AFC, and they will come up just short. That is my official prediction, even though I hate predictions, for the Tennessee Titans in 2021. All right, let's bring in Joe Rexroad of The Athletic to talk about the Arizona Cardinals and the Tennessee Titans matchup on Sunday and what exactly are the critical matchups that will decide the game on both offense and defense for the Titans. Well, I look at certainly you know, when the Titans have the ball, I mean, one thing Arizona has right now, and I think probably more early in the season, you know, than at any other time is Chandler Jones, JJ Watt, actual scary passers. I mean, like JJ Watt, I figure, you know, there's a chance he gets hurt this year, runs out of gas, isn't worth the money, but I bet you in week one, he's amped up. Right. And the Titans, uh, you know, they got a right tackle to be named uh, blocking one of them. So I look at that. And then I look at downfield, you've got some, you know, very unproven, including a rookie corners um, with Malcolm Butler recently retiring uh, against you know, pretty good receivers. Um, you know, it was big for the Titans to uh, to get A.J. Brown back full Thursday. I think he's probably going to be a weekly Wednesday, take a day off guy. But Josh Reynolds, 
then goes to limited. And of course, he's had the Achilles stuff. Um, but still, I, if you have Julio and AJ and Derek, I mean, it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough for the Cards. And then on the other side, I mean, do the Titans have a pass rush? Is it a lot better? The thing is, it could be better, and Kyler Murray could still torch this team. You know, that's the interesting thing about this matchup. Like, whatever happens in the bottom line, you know, you got you to gotta watch carefully because this could also be a situation where there's only a few guys in the league who can do what Kyler Murray can do to you. So I just think uh, keeping him hemmed in, not letting him obviously pick up those third and 12s, I and mean, you want to get him in third and 12 in the first place. Um, and then who the heck is going to be with DeAndre Hopkins? Are they going to travel anyone with him? Are they going to bracket him a lot? Uh, you know, a guy that I'm a big fan of, Braden, and I think you as a college football enthusiast, hopefully you share my enthusiasm for Rondell Moore because I'm excited to watch <laughs> Rondell Moore play football. I am pissed that I didn't get him in either of my two fantasy drafts, actually. To be I got him in both, baby. I, know, I got I him know. in both. So, 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 uh, speaking of fantasy land, I, I've got the Rams over the Packers and I've got the chiefs over the Titans in the two championship games and the Rams over the chiefs. What are your thoughts? How crazy am I? Whoa. Okay. So, okay. Rams over Packers chiefs over Titans. Honestly, I, I don't think you're crazy. Oh, I think that could definitely happen. I mean, I think Buffalo is the obvious pick and I would, I would rank Buffalo ahead of the Titans, but you tell me the Titans can keep it healthy, keep it together, grow into a team that could beat Buffalo in January. I, I could absolutely buy that. See you on Sunday at Nissan, buddy. All right, man. Sounds good. So let's get to Tennessee hosting Pittsburgh in the Johnny Majors Classic. I guess I got to hold myself accountable. A couple of weeks ago, I said that Joe Milton would start against Bowling Green and have a good game and they would win relatively easily and that the offense would struggle so much against Pittsburgh that I thought maybe a backup quarterback, Harrison Bailey, Hendon Hooker, would come into the game in the second half in week two. So I guess I got to stick with that as far as how do I think the game's going to play out. The two biggest areas of concern here are Joe Milton's accuracy and efficiency and decision-making, just like they were last week, against a far better defense in Pittsburgh. And on the flip side, can Tennessee's defensive front replicate their performance against Bowling Green this week against Pittsburgh? If I was Pittsburgh, I would try to run the football, just like Josh Ward said on the Thursday edition of this show. And I would go right at Tennessee's defensive front. Make them stop me first. They have a veteran quarterback in Kenny Pickett. Now, I like Tennessee to play this game extremely close. I think Neyland Stadium plays a factor in this because the crowd will be there and the crowd will be loud. I think Pittsburgh wins a close one. Give me Pittsburgh by one. Give me the Vols to cover and lots of questions coming out of this game if it is a low-scoring 17-14, 20-17 type of game if the offense simply cannot get going with Joe Milton. Is there a quarterback question coming out of this game? It's a complete coin toss and should be one hell of a football game. I know I can't wait to learn as much as possible about this Tennessee roster and this coaching staff. What sort of adjustments will Josh Heupel make if his offense cannot get going? There is so much to learn about this Tennessee team in this game. Win or lose, we are going to know a lot more about Vols football come next week. Outside of the Tennessee game this weekend in the SEC, week two is all about data collection. Missouri at Kentucky, huge game in the East. The winner will plant a flag and potentially challenge Florida for second place in the division. A huge week two matchup between those two, two very good football teams there. Then the bottom half of the SEC is where we're going to collect a lot of data this weekend. Arkansas hosts Texas, only a six and a half point underdog. Texas 
ranked and a far superior side. We will see if Arkansas can hang in an old Southwest Conference rivalry there, of course. NC State at Mississippi State. That Wolfpack team is sneaky good. Mississippi State had to make a huge comeback to win in week one. I like the Wolfpack. Let's see what we learn about Mississippi State's defense and Will Rogers and the offense. South Carolina at East Carolina. South Carolina gets Luke Doty back. We'll see if they can go 2-0 under new coach Shane Beamer. And a little higher up the pecking order, Texas A&M at Colorado. They're a 17-point favorite in Denver. Let's see what Texas A&M's offense looks like as Haynes King continues to try to develop at that quarterback position. Can this team be good enough to beat Alabama or Georgia should it get into that situation? We're going to need to see that quarterback make fewer mistakes, but otherwise there is a lot to like about that Texas A&M team. So it's all about collecting data in week number two in the SEC, Tennessee included. It's going to be a great weekend. Enjoy some college football along with week one of the NFL. Obviously, everybody is focused on the Tennessee Titans season opener against Arizona and all of the big games in week two in the SEC in college football. But let's not forget about this professional soccer club in town. Nashville SC has won three out of four. They have a four-game unbeaten streak going right now after a 3-1 win on Friday night. They've got an MVP candidate in Hani Mukhtar, who's on an absolute tear. So Saturday night against Montreal, 7 p.m. Just remember, keep that one in the back of your mind while you're overdosing on football this weekend. Just remember, we've got a hell of a soccer club right now who is currently sitting in third place in the Eastern Conference and Montreal currently sitting in sixth place in the Eastern Conference, riding its own four-game unbeaten streak at home will host Nashville SC on Saturday night. So another, again, just keep an eye on the soccer club this weekend. Uh, Back of your mind there, 7 o'clock Central Time on Saturday evening. The reason the 440 is brought to you by the Kingston Group, an award-winning, locally-owned custom home and remodeling firm. They are trustworthy, they are authentic, and they have been in the business for over a decade with proof of concept. I've said it a million times in a million different ways. I don't know how many times I can tell you this. If you're looking to do a big remodel on the home, maybe it's a year out, 18 months, two years out. Now is the time to start planning it so that you get all of the details, all of the speed bumps, and all of the little problems out of the way so that your home can come to life exactly the way you want it. The Kingston Group will make that happen for you. Trust me. Give them a call. Check out the website, buildkg.com. You will not be disappointed. All right, at the very end of every Friday show, I'll try to give you my actual bets against the spread. I'm not just telling you what I'm picking. I'm actually telling you what I'm putting money down on. Now, again, we're talking about 10 bucks here, but here's what I've got. I've got Tennessee plus the three and a half at home against Pittsburgh. I, I just I think it's a close game, but uh, I could see Tennessee losing close. Uh, I've got Texas minus six and a half against Arkansas. I think, as I said earlier, I think they are a superior football team. I'm just not sure Arkansas is ready for that level of competition yet. I've got Utah in the Holy War against BYU minus seven. I think Utah's a top 10 team and can win a Pac-12 championship and challenge for a playoff spot. BYU did not look good in week one and does not have the same line of scrimmage firepower that Utah has. So Utah minus seven. And I'm staying in the big games here, big game hunting. I'm going Iowa plus four and a half against Iowa State. This is routinely one of the closest games and will be the most important game in college football. So those are my four picks. I went four and two last week. You can hold me accountable if I lose you money. I'm sorry. You can tweet at me at Braden Gall and yell at me. Thank you guys all for listening. Have a great weekend. Kick your heels up. Have a cocktail. This has been the 440 for Friday, September 10th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.